and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality. The podcast where we speak what your dirty number. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! I'm trying so hard to sound so sexy. <laughs> so let me say it again. And you know, we're not doing any edits because at the end of the day, I am human. So welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I am your lovely co-host, Miss Mika Nicole, and I have Miss Gigi, baby. <laughs> See? That's right. Keep it organic, girl. Keep it organic. <laughs> well, you know what? I have always said that even throughout my social media platforms, whatever in my in everything that I do, I always try to remain as authentic as possible because right. we're not perfect, folks. We nope. make mistakes because that right. is life. So, no, we're not editing. We're not taking any of that out. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It's okay that it stays there. So. Anyway, how have you been? I've been good, working a lot. I'm just tired. But I always get my energy up and so excited when I'm on here with you. Oh, thank you. Let me tell you, y'all, we have been through transitions this summer during our season one, well, during our break between season one and season two, we've been through some good transitions. We both started new jobs and we've been just trying to do the best that we can with balance and work, life, and family. So bear with us. Some nights we may sound a little tired, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Chalk it up to us trying to be sexy. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, guys, tonight our topic is on validation. Now, we talked about boundaries for the last two episodes and this episode, we're really going to focus a lot on validation because I feel like validation is just so important in relationships. And if you're not feeling validated in your relationship, you need to have a conversation with your partner mm-hmm. because your feelings do matter, especially if they are feelings that, you know, about something that's detrimental emotionally, physically, sexually, spiritually, mentally, financially in the relationship. We have to be able to talk about those things with our partner. So we're going to go into that tonight. But before we get started, y'all, let me just talk to y'all about this juicy topic honey (laughs) so I received a message from one of my friends and she was like you know girl you got to read this so I'm going to read it to you all this is a man dating this woman so he's been dating this woman for I'm not going to actually read it to you I'm going to summarize it he's been dating this woman for about six weeks she is actually 40 years old he is 31 years old so he is a little younger than her. She also has a 17-year-old daughter, but he hasn't had an issue with that. He's like, it's fine. It's six weeks to me, guys. It's a really short time mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but for him to even develop a problem with it. But I guess he's trying to say, you know, I don't care that you have kids, but a 17-year-old, that's almost an adult, you know, yeah. so she's not going to really 
spare any issues to the relationship per se. Like you don't have to worry about babysitting and getting a sitter when we go out on date nights or or I can't go because my child is sick or something like that. Like it, it shouldn't be that big of a problem at that point when a child is 17. But anyway, so she invited him over to her house the man when she let him in she was like you know hey I gotta finish up I'm I'm gonna go take a shower I'll be right back well then her 17 year old daughter comes and basically the 17 year old daughter sits right next to him and he's watching tv so out of nowhere she tries to kiss him so he's like hey what are you doing he jumps up he pushes her off which I feel is the appropriate response of course so she says to him well you know you want me so he's like, what the hell is going on? So he goes to the bathroom, knocks on the door like, hey, I'm leaving. Oh, and I'm leaving because this is what happened. And she opens the door and she looks him in his eyes and says, you passed the test. I know I can trust you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then he was like, you know, he was so upset. He did leave. He blocked her on all platforms, even his phone. And he felt like this lady is testing me, trying to basically see if I'm some type of his head. Like, are you trying to say that I'm a pedophile? Like, I'm going to talk to this 17-year-old girl. But anyway, he became really upset and he ended up leaving the house. So, Gigi, girl, girl, share your thoughts because I know you got a lot to say. Let me tell you something. When you said this to me, I just was like, the stuff that people do. Right. And you wonder why our kids are so effed up. Like, right. what in the world would a parent think? What was going through this woman's mind to think it's okay for her to have her 17-year-old daughter entice a man to make a point for what? Why? Right. Because you 40 years old and so you feeling some insecurity because you were a younger man. So you wanted to see if he would ever down the road look sideways at your daughter. Really? Like, I'm still floored. Like, you just rereading it to me. <laughs> like, yo, people are really crazy. And they would, are. And you know, never. I would never either. At first of all, I would never even test because I always tell people, stop testing. Stop testing. Because mm. when people don't know they're taking a the test, they may automatically fail it anyway. So mm. stop testing, folks. You're not their teacher. You're their teacher to teach them about you and who you are, what you want, where you want to be in your life, where you want to go with this relationship or whatever. But you're not there to teach them how to be in these situations. Like, so stop testing (laughs) these people. You watch and observe how they act. So like if your daughter would have come home, if this girl's daughter would have came home and he started making a pass at her, at her daughter, then that's a, that's a cause for, Okay, you know um, what? Yeah. yeah, now he, I can't trust him around my daughter. If I can't trust him around my daughter, I definitely can't trust him around nobody else. So this is somebody I don't need to be in my life. Like you observe, mm-hmm. observe their behaviors and how they are. You do not set tests up for them. And you definitely don't do it <laughs> to with your child, especially under age child. Uh, she, child. I don't care if she's 17. 17 is still a child. It makes she, me wonder what else that this mother has done regarding her daughter? Because what if he would have went for it? Right. How far was this little girl planning on going? Right. How far? Well, let's not even just say the little girl because this girl is innocent. 
at the end of the day, she's innocent in this because she's been manipulated by her mom to do something. So I'm not even going to say how far is she going to go, but how far would he have taken it? What if he was that type of guy who just jumped at whoever came to him and he decided to fill up on her? Kiss up mm-hmm. on her. Now you don't put your child in a situation where she may not even be able to protect herself. And he could have raped her. Anything yeah. could have happened to her while you're in this shower. You don't even know. You don't even know. So it's like, don't we should never put our children in positions where their safety is called into question. Mm-hmm. Not knowingly, not willingly. No, don't do that to your child. And these are the type of parents that you wonder, and there need to be some kind of, uh, for her, I feel like something should, she should be held accountable for something. I don't know. <laughs> she definitely need to be held accountable for something because morally she was definitely wrong and then you got your daughter you're teaching your child that it's okay to come on to grown men yes and it's but not that, okay that's what i meant by how far was she gonna go with how far did her mother yeah her mother okay her, her mother instructed her, yes, to go you're right to you're going. right was she gonna go all the way and her mother said just just so we could see what have you done to this child's mindset here Exactly, exactly. And you know, it made me think about just how these grown men really do. I'm not even talking about molestation and stuff like that. I'm talking about just in general, how grown men will try it just because it's there. It's there. And they're like, oh, well, she's 17. She almost legal. They think Mm -hmm. like that. They they think that way. Some men, not all men. And I'm glad he was the man that was like, hold up, what the hell? Get off of me, right. my girl. What do you do? Like, like, that lets you know that this man is not the type of man that is going to cause any harm to a young child. Mm-hmm. At least that's what we hope. I applaud him for me having self control, for knowing that, let me get out of this situation and not even giving her another chance. Right, he blocked her. That's what I'm saying. Block and delete, honey. Block, Block and, and delete. delete. Teach her that this is the stuff that you do not do to people. And it does call into question their character. It's like, are you trying to say that this is the type of person you think I am? And if you think I'm this type of person, why would I want to be with you? Mm -hmm. Why would I want to be with you? Oh, Lord, girl. Well, of course, at the end of this show, we will have resources for rape, domestic violence, things like that. We will have resources available for you because I realized that We've talked about these things on different episodes, but I have not put the resources there. So I want to make sure I put rain, rain rain.org, because you can contact Mm -hmm. them for any sexual assault. And then, of course, the domestic violence hotline. I just want to make sure y'all have the resources necessary in case y'all are put placed in these situations. I've been reading a lot of stories since we are kind of on this right now, where I just read a story today where a guy and his wife... Mm-hmm. was being sexually inappropriate with an underage girl. And I don't know if that was their child. I don't know if it was a family member's child or a friend's child, but they did get caught and they were arrested. And it just, when I hear, and then I've been hearing about all these teachers, these female teachers in the news oh, yeah. having sex with these boys. boys. And it, it's recent stories. Like I know. And it just, when I hear about, like, okay, we know that men do it. Unfortunately, it's sad, right? 
when I hear that women are doing it, it's even more disturbing because I feel like women's role is to protect with a child is to protect and nurture and care mm-hmm. and try their best to not bring any harm to a child. Because it's like some of these teachers have kids themselves. So yes. you know you wouldn't want a teacher doing that to your child. So why you know, are you like, doing it to other yeah. people's children? Right. Like the story was it the, the teacher that got pregnant by the, the boy, remember? She went in jail. Oh, Mary Kate Letourneau. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl, you know, they ended up getting married with I, know. I know. And I think they ended up divorcing. But yeah, they did get married. And I think they had like two more kids. Mm-hmm. They had a whole damn family, girl. I was <laughs> like, this poor boy. It is. It's definitely sad but that's why when i text you when you sent it i said this is why adults are really screwing these children mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. i've been saying forever and it's so sickening to me my sister said one thing to me not too long ago we were talking and she said when i got pregnant with my daughter and i said okay this is something i'm gonna do i'm, I'm trying to make it with her father but they didn't they we're not working and i'm not going to try just because i'm pregnant But with my child, I'm going to give her, because I'm having her, it's going to be 18 years of my life that I am giving to her, the best of who I am, Mm -hmm. everything that she needs, and then I can live my life. And the thing is, most people don't do that. For some reason, they think they should just fit the child into their world and just maneuver maneuver around however they feel with Mm -hmm. that. And that's not how you should be parenting. Mm -mm. You decide to have this child. You have to be there. Well, there's the part about being present, 100% involved, doing what you're supposed to do because this child didn't ask to come here. You make a choice. I agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that. But the thing is too, where we have, where some issues are, some of these parents who... Our parents, our parents by force, whether they parents by force through they, you know, went out and had sex and they just got pregnant and they didn't want a child. Mm-hmm. Or, and I'm that that's putting force in quotes. So I put force in quotes. <laughs> or they are prostitutes and they got pregnant, prostituting, sex trafficking, or whatever. Something done happened. And these people that got pregnant, they're not really wanting a child. And those are the ones that seems to be the ones that are all doing the things that's not protecting their children. Most of them, the ones who didn't really want a child in the first place, but they just happened to be pregnant. So it's like, oh, I got to take care of the baby. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to take care of the baby. But they don't make good decisions. They don't make good choices. Well, look. The woman that gave birth to me wasn't that any of those things. And she just ended up having me and didn't do nothing else. So just because you birthed something doesn't make you a mama. It doesn't make you a mama. <laughs> You're right. It does not make you a mama. And it's sad because you think that it does. Like, I'm always floored. People are more hurt when their mother isn't present. Because you expect mm-hmm. your mom to be there. If you don't expect anybody else to be there, you expect your mama to be there, right? Because yeah. you have been in your mama's womb. You are so attached to your mom. When your dad is not there, unfortunately, it's a common thing too. Mm-hmm. And people are like, 
it hurts. But for some reason, it hurts deeper when your mama isn't there. Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Took me for a long time to be able to just be like, you go through these ups and downs. Like for me, it was times when I just cut off and then then you feel this craving again. You're right. It's like this tie that you don't see, but it continuously pulling you. Yeah. And for now, like at my 50 now, I'm like, yeah, I can't deal with this woman. I don't want to. I think because me getting into a different space, but for children, it's sad. It really is. One of my friend's grandsons, he has his mom, but all of a sudden his father just decided he with somebody else. And now he's five and he's like, why doesn't my daddy love me anymore? You know, it's kids get caught up in these these parental uh, traumas and then they don't don't understand. And now they don't understand. Yeah. And now now they're traumatized Mm -hmm. and now they have to grow up and live with the decisions that you've chosen to make for them when they had no say so or you didn't listen. Yes. You didn't listen. And it's very, very sad. So I do want to talk about because since we're talking about in a sense, we're talking about like when we talk about the molestation of rape and stuff like that. I want to talk about what consent is, because a lot of people even with that situation with this girl where her mom had her kissing this guy, mm-hmm. that's coercion, right? Yeah. Like she made her do something mm-hmm. sexual yeah. with an adult. And that, to me, is considered molestation or sex, some type of sexual assault. Because even though she consented, she's still underage. Right. Mm-hmm. She's still not fully brain-wise develop and it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what my mama tell me to do right and like you said what if the mama told her well if he want to try to have sex with you or he fill up on you let him fill up on you that's molestation on both part now you're sex yeah. trafficking you know sex trafficking right. water at this it. point you mm-hmm. actually did that in the, in the beginning when you told her to come on to this man you're sex trafficking he doesn't have to have sex with her mm-hmm. but if you're you're telling her to kiss on this man to do whatever to this grown man that is sex trafficking it made me think because it was like when he was writing it he said she got in the shower and then a few minutes later the daughter which makes me feel like she wasn't in the shower initially she texted her daughter and told her, okay, I'm getting in the shower now. Because how was it that as soon as she was out of the picture, here comes the daughter through the door? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Of course, they set it up. They set I it mean, up. Even though we know what happens, even though we've seen it in the news, we've seen it in movies, we've seen it all over where the parents have trafficked their own children, mm-hmm. you still can't wrap your mind around a parent purposely putting their child in harm's way. Yeah, that yeah. I can. I know. I it's something that I just can't even halfway imagine. Yeah, my friend and I, we were afraid that this mom was doing that to her daughter. We were out. Well, she was out eating, and she contacted me. She was like, "Girl, this girl is this little girl under age ten is talking to this grown man." old man and this man is telling her all kinds of stuff like oh we've been to the gym we did this we did that he was just talking to her like a grown woman and so she was really upset and concerned so she reached seeing the mom was at another table Mm -hmm. 
while this little girl is sitting with this grown man, old man, in his look like he was in his 60s, I believe. Mm-mm. And she's like, she said, I don't know what's going on over there, but he's talking to her about some real personal things that I don't think he should be talking to her about. You need to get your daughter, basically. Cause she was like, this doesn't look right. And and I'm like, you know what? I would not have been surprised if this woman was trafficking her daughter. I am so proud of her for stepping up, speaking up. Because, you know, most people, they just sit there and like, that's not my problem. Even though they always say, see something, say something. Mm -hmm. But people just don't. They just rather sit in their own safety. Mm -hmm. I'm involved. It's not my business. But that's a child. And it's all our business when it comes to children. When it comes to children, it is all our business. Because I'm telling you, honey, I would have been over there like, what are you talking to her about? Me what too. is going on? Because this doesn't look right. Mm-mm. And and we knew he didn't know the girl. Well, I'm saying we knew because she telling me this all the fall. I wasn't even there. <laughs> but we knew he didn't know the girl because he stopped the girl when she was walking. Oh. And asked and the, the girl. Mother literally sat there letting her child talk to a stranger. Don't we go out there and say, don't talk to strangers. Don't go chasing after no puppies. Don't. What happened to all that? Girl, like, people don't teach that anymore. Do you know, I was on Facebook and there was this girl did a TikTok on this, well, I guess Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, it was a TikTok video of this book that talked about strangers and it, it didn't talk about stranger danger. It was talking about, well, don't, you know, somebody, if somebody strange come that you don't know come and speak to you, don't run away from them because you don't want them to feel bad. It was saying something like that. It was like a brochure on that. And what? I don't know if it was a joke or whatever, Girl, but it was basically playing. not you promoting Stranger Danger. And, you know, I promote Stranger Danger. I'm Me like, too. listen, you don't know these people. I don't care if they say they know your mama, they know your whoever. You don't know them personally because anybody can say they know me. That's right. Anybody can say they know me and not be true. Because, I mean, I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. Shit, it's easy to go read, you know, yeah. something. Well, yeah, your mama, and then she did this, she said this. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. If you don't know this person, don't you talk to this person. Mm-hmm. You need to know this person. And even if you do know this person, if I haven't given you any instructions about going with this person, not going with this person or whatever, no, ma'am, don't do it. Mm, mm, don't mm. do it so let's talk about consent and the reason why i brought up consent is because i don't feel like this girl in that particular situation was fully aware of what was happening or what Mm. could have happened had she continued on or just what could have happened just from doing what her mama told her to do Mm -hmm. because we get ourselves in situations where we may not be able to fully consent right so Let's just talk about what consent is. So consent is, hang on. So I want to read you out a definition that's on the RAIN website. It is an agreement between participants to engage in sexual activity. So first off, in that situation, she didn't have his consent. Right. And nobody thinks about that. We always think about the woman giving consent. Mm-hmm. But we never think about a man giving consent. He yeah, she didn't well. have his consent to come fill up on him and to try, try to kiss him. him. <laughs> and this is teaching her that if she's in the same situation, she don't want to be kissed on. 
that it's okay for dude to do this to her because she was able to do it to a man. And that's not right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's it considered an agreement between participants to engage in sexual activity. When you're engaged in sexual activity, consent is about communication and it should happen every single time. The laws about consent vary by state and situation, but you don't have to be a legal expert, of course, to understand how consent plays out in real life. So consent looks like being able to me, being able to clearly say, yes, I want to move forward with this. Mm -hmm. Even in the midst of sexual activity, if you want to stop, you should be able to stop. And that person should stop with you. Mm -hmm. You should be able to say, hey, you know, I'm no longer feeling this. I need to stop. And that person should say, you know what? Let me get up and get out. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Literally and figuratively. Let me get up and get out. Also, just because you had sex with someone in the past doesn't mean that they have consent to have sex with you again. Right. They have to get consent again. time. Every single time. And okay, so this brings me to this other story where this lady, she had been having sex with this dude. Mm-hmm. And then she decided, well, you know what? Mm, I no longer want to continue this friends with benefits situation. And she told him that she wasn't interested mm-hmm. anymore. Well, they ended up, I guess, meeting up as friends, going out, hanging out, getting drunk. And she waits till the next day. He had had sex with her. <laughs> and she ended up I think she ended up getting pregnant from it and she's like you know is this sexual assault like she wasn't for sure if this was sexual assault or not and everybody was like yes this yeah. is sexual assault and you can report him mm-hmm. and he was like you know he told her but you said yes and she was like well, I don't remember consenting to this because she said what happened was they were drinking she was tipsy and he came on to her Mm -hmm. and she had told him no I don't want to have sex with you and he was like yes you do and she just ended up giving in she felt like she couldn't stop him in that moment and now I can see that being kind of vague right kind of like unclear Mm -hmm. however right when she said I don't want to have sex with you that should have been enough. Right. Should not have kept trying to fill on her, touch on her, pull her panties to the side, whatever. He shouldn't have done nothing else at that point because she had said no. She had already said no. And if mm. you keep going at that point, it is assault. And I don't care if she said yes. I mean, I don't care if she gave in, quote unquote. But a lot of people give in because they're afraid to fight. And it's just like, let me just stay here. Because I've told you, no, I don't want to. Mm. What you thinking? Let me tell you something. Anytime you feel that this is not what you want to do, then you don't do it. And I think she allowed him to convince her. First of all, she was already inebriated from the drinking. So Mm -hmm. her thought process was already fuzzy, right? So then it wasn't going to take much for him to say, yes, you do. Come on. And, you know, do all of Mm -hmm. that. But so for me, he should have just been a real man and said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to respect that and wait until the morning. I mean, but where were they in his house for all of this stuff to be happening at a bar? Where were they? At her what house. They 
at her house. At her I, think, house. I think it was at her house. So let me just tell y'all what consent does not look like because that is something that we're talking about now. Refusing to acknowledge no. Just because the person didn't say clearly say no does not mean they gave you consent. A clear consent is, yes, let's go, let's do it. I'm coming on you, I'm doing something too. If the partner is disengaged, non-responsive, or visibly upset, that is not consent. Just because they're not saying anything does not mean that they're giving you consent. You notice that they're disengaged. You notice that they're non-responsive. I wouldn't want to go on anyway. I ain't (laughs) trying to have sex with nobody that is not engaged with me. Right. Right. <laughs> you ain't even looking me in my eyes. You ain't even looking turned on. You look, you giving me a blank stare. Hell no, I ain't trying to have sex with you. I don't know why people want to do that. Like you want know. with somebody that's drunk. That's a whole control thing. It is. Because it is. There's no participation. I'm just there. I'm just there. Right. If I'm just there, and a lot of people end up being just there because they intimidate or they're afraid that you're gonna do something to hurt them. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone being incapacitated because of drugs or alcohol, which normally makes it easier for you to pressure them into mm-hmm. sexual activity because now they are free yeah. because they know they're incapacitated. They know they probably can't drive or run away. They know they're under the influence of something, so they can't fight you. Mm-hmm. So now you're pressuring them. Yeah. Well, Lord. Anyway, guys, I know this topic came out of nowhere but maybe someone needed to hear this stuff tonight yeah most definitely um we'll talk about validation next show (laughs) (laughs) we will definitely talk about validation next show i do want people to take the time to go to rain.org men and women yeah okay read the resources that are there it's so many resources out here even for parents Things mm-hmm. that you can read about and understand, like warning signs, things about like, how can you protect your child from sexual assault? How can you protect your child from sexual abuse? What if you suspect that your child has been abused? Mm-hmm. What are some, they have resources for that. So talking to your kids about it, which is so important. So please go to the website, read about it. Let's have a real discussion about it. When we do our lives, I really want us to talk about it because we're going to start. I know we were supposed to start doing lives, but again, Gigi and I started working, y'all. So <laughs> we will start our lives in October. And I want us to talk about some of our topics. And, and I think having a real live discussion on this is important. Most definitely. Because we got we got to do be- better as parents, and we got to do our best. And I know it's, we got parents out here who are single parents; they are doing their best, and they're trying their best. And this stuff still happens. But when I say do our best, it's to do our best in making sure we're not causing harm mm-hmm. to kids, to our own kids, or to other people's kids. And we're doing our best to protect them as much as possible at all times. That's right. At all times. Well, oh guys. I know this could leave y'all with girl. I get all emotional. I know. I'm so I that juicy topic really got me emotional in a different way because I was looking at it in a not in a light way, but I wasn't 
focused on the seriousness of it when I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. But when I started rereading it again, I was like, you know what? This is so serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is a serious, serious issue. And we just have to be better at teaching our children how to protect themselves, how to make safe choices and not put them in harm's way. And she put her child in harm's way. Anything could have happened in that moment. We don't know what that man could have do this. Right. And what if he was like, like, again, what if he was a a pedophile? What if he was somebody who decided to give in to her? Mm. Or not even, let's not even say give in to her, but what if he would have just taken it further after she said, no, I'm just, you know, no. And mm-hmm. she tried to walk away, but he grabs her and do something else. Right. It was so many, it just could have went wrong in so many different ways. And that mother that needs, wasn't thinking. That's right. She needs to be held accountable. She like, does. Assault, there's trafficking, so many things. Somebody it arrest. is so many things. She needs to be arrested in jail mm-hmm. somewhere or getting some counseling. And her daughter needs to get some counseling. Because this is not healthy mentality even for her to learn right now, you no, know, in her not. life. Because we don't want her growing up doing the same thing or thinking it's okay to just throw yourself at men. Mm-hmm. It's just not okay. And then teaching her daughter the same. Because, you know, when I when I watch some of these movies sometimes, that's exactly what like, you see the girls and she goes, well, you know, that's what I learned from my mama. Yeah. Actually. I learned that from my mama. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. girl you have to watch real quick because this is what it made me think made me think of when you said that you have to watch house of vicious oh and i watch we- it yes I and girl and so you hear how she keeps flashing back to what her mom oh, has said God. and what mm-hmm. her mom is teaching her yeah. it's that same mentality That's- like yeah. moms y'all play such a pivotal role in a child's life and what you say whether it's right or wrong these children soak it in and they live with it forever yes they do until until they go get some counseling to help them out of it if it's something negative you know yes but anyway it's so true that's why and you know it's funny when you said i was actually thinking about that when i was saying it Mm mm-hmm End up saying I didn't want to say I was you know the vicious thing, but yes, that is definitely mm-hmm. it. I, I like that show, House of Vicious, and 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 it just she has so much trauma surrounding her mama from what her mama has taught her. So much trauma. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful. Oh, we got to be careful what we're teaching our children. Yes, because some of the time, like even in that, you see her flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. From all of the things that her mother was doing in front of her or telling her. But then there's the ones that are subliminal, right? Yeah. Just think about women that get abused by their husbands. Children mm-hmm. are there watching. Now that daughter will end up, can end up, let me say will, not will, but can end up in relationships where she thinks it's okay to be in abusive relationships because she watched it with her mother and her mother never told her otherwise. No one's yeah. ever said that that's not right. a healthy relationship. That's not love, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a child, you're hearing your parents go, I love you, I love you, I love you, and kissing in it, but also getting their ass beat at the same time. Yeah. A child doesn't know how to unravel that. I hear they love don't. and I beat it. I hear love and I hear 
bottles over your head. I hear love and burn marks, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how a young girl can take that and then end up living her life in that same manner? In the same manner, because they like, well, this was love for my mama. Exactly. I don't deserve it. My mama got, I mean, it's, yeah. Just again, that, that part right there just remind me of my friend I haven't talked to in a long time now. And knowing that that's her story. Oh, yeah. Girl, we got to talk about that off record. Well, this has been a, a very good show. I'm going to post the resources. Please, you guys, you know, everyone, look at the resources. Let's have a real live discussion about this once we return to our lives. And let's just remember, we just got to always do what the best that we can by our children, even mm. the children that aren't our children. That's right. Let's do our best to protect them because they are our future. We, I don't want fucked up kids for our future, you know, trying well, to take care girl. of us and make decisions and, and things like that. None of us do. We want kids to have good, sound, mental, mm. emotional stability. Really? And well, we're then, honey, you better go lock hands with you and about a million of your therapy friends mm. because right about now, these kids are screwed I know. Unfortunately, they uh, some of them are not all of them. Thank God, mm. but yes, definitely some of them. And and I'm and I have this thing. I'm always trying to save them. I've been told, "Oh, you to destroy your families." I don't know whatever the heck that's supposed to. Oh mean. my goodness! I'm, oh yes, honey, that's me. The destroy your families because I speak up, I step in, and I see things that's going on with children. I'm not going to sit there and just twiddle my thumbs and wait for the next person i know that's right girl i just got finished calling somebody's sister and telling them look your your brother he's young and they're all they're all in their 20s and 30s and he's a teenager and his mom died and i said has he had any has he had any therapy did y'all take no he's depressed he is severely depressed and y'all need to step up and do something. You know, I said, look, I know you don't really know me and I'm just getting this information, but I cannot lay down knowing what I know and just act right. like it's not happening right. in front of me. So she thanked me and said that she was definitely going to take that information and do something. So I'm glad. Jaji always be saying, baby, you just, you are just so brave. You know, not people going to react. I know I don't. But when it comes to a child, I, I can't, I can put my feelings aside, my fears aside and do what I need to do. Yeah, I'm the same way. I like to put all my stuff to the side and be like, you know, I'm here to help as much as I can mm-hmm. to do the best that I can by this child. The poor babies. <sighs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. All right, guys, y'all have a good night. We thank y'all for joining Sex and Sensuality, the podcast. Well, we speak with your dirty mind things. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you all have a good night. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.